How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about the five-second rule. So we have it all, one point or another, ruminate. We overthink something, are too in our head about taking a risk or doing something out of our comfort zone. Or we stay dead set on sticking with the thought, even when it isn't helping us at all. And something that's helped me a ton, although I still see myself falling into that overthinking here and there, is the five second rule as a great way of shifting out of that. Mel Robbins, I don't know if you know who that is, but Mel Robbins is like a self-development speaker. She talks a lot about the five second rule in our daily lives. She alludes to those butterflies kicking in where we start to ruminate. But when we notice this, she says, count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and then go back to your quote unquote anchor thought. And she recognizes an anchor thought as something that takes you out of that state of anxiety. It might be some sort of funny thought or funny experience that you had with your family or friends. It could be some relaxing place that you always go to, and every time you think of it, you feel more at ease. So if you remember from the movie Happy Gilmore, when Happy's getting frustrated at the mini golf place, and he keeps missing his putts, and the clown keeps rejecting the ball, so it goes back to him, and it keeps laughing in his face. It's like one of the funniest parts of the movie. But his temper gets the best of him, and Chubbs tells him to go to his quote-unquote happy place. (laughs) And then he starts imagining Julie Bowen, (laughs) the reporter walking to him with two pitchers of beer and Chubbs is playing peaceful piano music in the background. And then I think there's like a guy with a cowboy suit running around as well. It was just a really funny scene, but that was his anchor thought. Chubbs was using the five second rule, even if he didn't realize it to help happy get back to a place of calm instead of anger and anxiety. Now, you might wonder, what does this anchor thought help you do? After doing a little research and finding out more about Mel Robbins' work on wisdomforlife.com, there are multiple resources that it gave. The first being that going through this thought allows you to break the habit loop that anxiety has the best of. Not only do you have one negative thought in these moments, but they compound into so many different thoughts and all of a sudden you begin to question multiple areas of your life and you don't even realize how you got to that place. You're also going to place of disorder from intrusive thoughts. You're going to that place. But now by having that anchor thought, you move to a place of structure. Some of the times where I've felt my anxiety go away is when I regain that structure in my life. And by allowing myself to have that system in place, I begin to see me regaining the control in my life. And now I'm calling the shots over the intrusive thoughts rather than the other way around. And as I learned in my psych class earlier this year, pardon me if I completely botched this description because I very well might. But what I learned is that there's two contributing factors that need to be present for you to consider an event stressful. The first is that you feel an actual threat from the event. And the second is that you feel as though you don't have the resources to handle the severity of that event. And if one of these aspects isn't present, then it's deemed a lower stress event. And I hope I didn't butcher this point again, but in most of the experiences I've had in my life, this idea is held true. Perfect example. Let's say everyone's had a test in their life 
at one point or another. But you have a test you're preparing for, and that's the stressful event. Something that has to do with your grades. Maybe you need to graduate in order to pass this test, or you need to pass this test in order to graduate, sorry. So that fulfills the first part of it, it being a stressful event. But if I look at this test date two weeks in advance and know it's coming and then start studying then, I feel as though I have the resources on my side in order to do well on it. I can go to my teacher for office hours, study the different sections without waiting till the last minute and more. Now I'm able to have less stress in this moment because I acted and I have the resources now. But if I choose to wait until the last minute, I no longer have the resource of time on my side. And then the stressful event becomes even more stressful. Now both parts of it are fulfilled. I have the stressful event and I don't have the resources. So then I start panicking. Now, another thing that I think the five second rule could be useful for is in those moments where you might feel anxiety or nerves. And if you don't act, then you might lose out on an opportunity, the time sensitive opportunities. Maybe there's a girl that you're interested in and she is with a group of friends, which can definitely be very intimidating and you're nervous to go up to her and have been thinking about doing it for like 20 minutes. You're ruminating. We've all been there. But when using the five second rule, you say to yourself, I'll give myself five seconds and then I'm just going to go up and act. Or you see someone at a networking event who is the man or woman of the hour and is approached by dozens of people and your self-doubt starts to creep in. Oh, they wouldn't be interested in doing business with me or they're just too busy, woe is me, I'll leave them be. Again, I feel like we've all been in that place before, but then you choose to approach them and act because you took a deep breath, counted down from five and jumped right into it. And you had a great conversation with them and all went well. And obviously, there are moments in life where things need more time to think about than five seconds. <laughs> Buying a new home, moving to a new state. If we made those decisions in five seconds for those things, that might not be the best move. Not going to lie. So I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, if you want to do that, by all means, be a free spirit. But I definitely would want to spend more time on those decisions. But if you find yourself worrying about those things, then using that first form of anchor thought to get yourself back to a state of being neutral is very useful. So let's say you do want to buy a house or you do want to move to a new state. You can use the five second rule, but maybe you're not using it to necessarily make a decision about acting, but maybe you're using it as a way to lessen the anxiety. So you're finding yourself worrying and you're like, this is not being productive. I'm worrying about my day. I'm not there for my kids as much because I'm thinking about what the next step is. You can use the five second rule as a way to get back to a place of neutrality, which can be very useful. And again, I'm speaking as a person who finds themselves not always following through on this rule at all, because we're all human. I mean, just this morning, <laughs> I was actually in the ER. I was experiencing chest pains and other stuff. And I completely ignored that anchor thought that I usually have. And that anchor thought that I have is, quote unquote, 91% of worries don't usually come true. And if they do come true, they're not as bad as you usually think they are. This one always helps me take things a little bit easier. But something within me this morning wasn't resorting to that anchor thought. And then I went into the hospital, a mess. <laughs> and I'm up in Seattle for the next month, 3000 miles away from my family, just exploring. And I started worrying when they were doing the blood tests, the x-rays, everything. And then they were taking a while. 
And then the nurse was so great, so funny, so talkative, and she kept me distracted, but she kept saying, you need to calm down. <laughs> Someday you're gonna need to be the rock for your family and know that if we're taking a while, that that means that's a good thing in the ER. It's like the opposite, because if it were bad, I would be checking in on you constantly. And if I had stuck to that anchor thought, like Mel Robbins talks about, I would have been able to be more neutral-minded in those moments. But I was panicking, because we're all human. But <laughs> we live and we learn, as they say. So I'm not perfect, I still have those moments, and you will too. But I hope that this rule can allow you to go back to a state of neutrality, and also allow you to seize the moment and take advantage of time-sensitive opportunities, because there will be times where you need to act within five minutes, and this rule can be really helpful. The snap of a finger. So that's all I have for you guys today. Hope you all enjoyed today's talk. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19-year-old-trink podcast, and my personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much, everyone, and hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.